Um, just so that everybody knows, Dine Alone is not a sponsor. Dine <laughs> Alone is not a sponsor. Yet. I, I, I haven't shaved today, and okay. and I haven't showered today. Thus, I'm wearing a ball cap. Did you see my hair today? I said, let me try the Greg Tilston. It doesn't work. My hair is curly. Mm-hmm. So it goes, and then it just... It just you look like, a little more like Malcolm Gladwell. Mel- Malcolm, you know, oh, there's another photo of me from a year and a half ago. Yes, I remember that. It's, 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 it's like that. But um, I embarrassed myself on the last, not the last podcast, well, depending on how we time this. Three podcasts ago, yeah. A couple of podcasts ago when I was asked. Yes. By, um, I was asked by the producer, the director of uh, Revival 69, if I knew how to play guitar. Yes. And I only know one song. But like in the moment, I didn't. Apparently, know, you don't even know one chord. I didn't know the like. I couldn't remember the chords because of the pressure of not chords. Don't 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 of don't live television. Go don't go plural. I know two singular chords. chord. <laughs> so so Greg, if, if I may, you gonna put the pick in your mouth? You Should know I you know the fun, my mouth? you know what the funny thing is? I just finished editing that episode, so yeah. this is perfect. Okay. Should, should I keep it in my mouth? It's up to you. Who's there's there's a famous guitarist. We, 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 you couldn't you couldn't remember it in the last time. I'm not gonna remember this time. Go ahead. Okay, I'll have to Google it. But no. Okay. I'm gonna leave it in my mouth only because of the sound. I'll, I'll see if the sound comes through. Okay, hold on. What are the chords again? Okay, I know the chord. Here you go. This is a song by Buffalo Springfield, which everybody knows Neil Young was a member of I don't need to tell our listeners that they know okay does it come through yeah something happening here but it is You'll you'll edit it so it sounds better. <laughs> no, no, no saving that one, buddy. No, no saving that one. Hi, the following podcast is brought to you by Radical Road Brewery, the best craft beer in the heart of Leslieville. Find them at eleven seventy seven Queen Street East. That's Radical Road Brewery. Hello, everyone. I am Harkness, a Toronto artist. I've been underground forever, just creeping up like a volcanic phoenix um, or something of that ilk. And uh, I'm now going to be interviewed on Welcome to the Music. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Perfect. Harkness, uh, it's so great to have you on the show. Um, I, I know we're going to talk about music, but as a foodie, I got to first ask the hot sauce. I got to know. I got to know. Oh. Hot sauce. Tell me about it. <laughs> hot sauce. So yeah. the hot sauce. So to facilitate making music and paying musicians, because I use only real musicians, um, I've been working in the the, the uh, food industry, I guess, as it were. And, you know, you spend a lot of hours there. And instead of just looking at the clock or if there's dead time, I'll go talk to the chefs and pick their brains because I love food. So I'll learn how to sear this and cook a duck breast and all the rest of it. Um, but one day this guy came in after a super late night. He was, I think he was still drunk, but he said, Harkness, you know, last night I made the most unbelievable hot sauce, which led to me tasting. It was fantastic and inspired me to try to make my own. I got what I could have out of his drunken memory of how he did it. And then I probably made 75 to 100 different batches, variations. And I would bring in just about every single one to all these chefs and a little more of this. What if I try that? And so I had all these brains on it too with what input I could do. Yeah. And so I came up with a hot sauce, a Harkness hot sauce that I think is just extremely yummy with a kick. Nothing, I mean, I can make it as hot as I want, but I have it at this medium thing so you could drink it from the bottle or, or eat it with a spoon. And it's just this yummier hot sauce. And one of the thinkings is too, sometimes I've gone to Mexico and got killer hot sauce and you just need a drop or two and you're, that's enough in your soup. But this is like almost like ketchup hot sauce. Like, mm. And people go through it and they'll just, I need more. It's not, <laughs> it's not something that lasts six months. It's something like in a week you're, you're I need more Harkness hot sauce. So, yeah. And, That's and awesome. also, um, I don't know if you guys know this, that, uh, I've got 19, um, episodes of a Harkness cooking show. You heard anything about that? I haven't, okay. put, anything, I haven't put any of them out, but it's a psychedelic uh, rock and roll cooking show with no kitchen, but a green screen. So it's me with all these visual effects. And if I point, there's could be, um, a, you know, spinach or basil or a monkey face or a skeleton or whatever. It's just crazy, crazy stuff with full of my music and drawings and recipes and cooking and create, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. But the reason I'm doing that is so I established myself as this chef. There's also, um, it's overdubbed with a, a French chef voice. It's, just bizarre as you can possibly imagine uh, something that if you're high and you stumble upon on youtube you will suck right in um but but i'm trying to establish a little bit about when i arrive to town and i've got my albums my t-shirts and my hot sauce my jerk marinades that it's not like that yeah harkness is a chef as well as this and he's got a cooking yeah. show so it's no surprise when you see food products and um that's, that's awesome yeah, that's, that's that's really awesome. I've got to get I've got to get some hot sauce, and I didn't know. I, about I will happily sauce. send you some on me. Gotta, yeah, I got to get jerk sauce too because uh, my two sons <laughs> who are in their twenties now just love hot sauce and jerk. Oh, so uh, got to get them some of that. So all right. thanks for sharing. We'll uh, we'll, we'll send you, we'll send you our address. Uh, thanks for coming Absolutely. on the the welcome to the foodie show. <laughs> it's, it's been a blast. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> having you, Harkness. Get our um, priorities straight. Yeah. <laughs> Food, food. Um, you just got back from the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, tell mm -hmm. us about the shows you played there. How was that? Well, first of all, I mean, the, the whole reason I went to the UK is because I got lucky enough um, that this young filmmaker uh, met me, opened the door and met me pretty much like this and said, what the hell is this? I brought them to the studio, showed them a few videos, showed them a little bit of what I did. 
And before I knew it, there's now there's a feature length film being made on Harkness. Yeah. And because of that, they flew me over to the UK to do shows. And it's just been a godsend. Uh, mm. This director's name is Masha, mm -hmm. and it's um, being produced by Storyline Entertainment. And it's quite insane the amount of interest in it and the funding that's behind it. The whole MTV is playing my videos now, and it's it's all bizarre from a guy who's been underground for so long and kind of innocently came out. Now I'm being flown to the UK without me asking for it, you know? Mm. Um, so we went to the UK and I did a couple of shows um, and I did a third show that was a Q&A. It was a master class at a university, Whoa. which I've never done, but it's, I did a performance, my whole set, and then Q&A with the students and had to talk all while being filmed and you know, what is this life kind of thing. But it's it's been unbelievable. And I'd spent time in the UK too, many years ago, playing music, um, playing different pubs and had a lot of friends there that I hadn't seen in over a decade. So I got to have homecoming with them, played shows that they came to play with a few mus musicians that I used to play with. It was just a trip of a lifetime. Incredible. Oh, that's fantastic. That is great to hear. Wow. Yeah. When, when I, when I heard about the music thing, I go, wait a second, this guy's just coming now. Like, why, why is there all, all of a sudden a documentary made, but you know, when you tell it, like, it was just serendipitous that, you know, this, uh, uh, yeah. young, young lady, you know, getting started in her career as well, thought there was a story. What, what's interesting is this, um, the story is that, you know, the long story is that I was a little kid born of musician parents and just yeah. music, 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 music. And I've been in the basement for, I'm going to say decades. Right. And um, making music without any care of sharing it or worry of sharing it or no one over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And the moment that I decided I'm going to, I have to share it. That's how it felt. It's like I've played it back. It was like, I got it. What the hell? I got to share this. Let's give it a shot. The moment I decided to even try, I had no idea how I was going to go about it. I met this young gal. Okay. And just as we met, I said, yeah, I've got this music. I played a bunch. She's like, whoa and i showed her a few other things and i said i'm going to try to share this with the world and she said let me get my camera and so she's been following every step for the last three years oh wow. and now i'm where i'm at now and it's a tough slog trying to get anybody to listen or care but i've been knocking on every door i can and and playing shows and some shows are well attended and some there's two people there i mean it's 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 been wild really really i mean i love every minute of it but it's it's been a grind mm -hmm. she's got it so all on film yeah, yeah so so it, it's interesting because um i mean you talk about the lights over the last three years mm -hmm. we, we mm -hmm. know it's happened globally over the last three years oh god yeah so mm -hmm. so so i'm assuming you you didn't go into it with huh. the global pandemic as part of it more the global pandemic happened is Just happening as I was well it's yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 and and it was i was one of those people you hear about that the pandemic affected less than others and hmm. so in the service industry a lot of us got served for a while and x amount of money and just enough to get by so i wasn't hurting terribly but i could spend a lot of time woodshedding and reaching out to people and doing hours and hours of xyz trying this trying that 
And I think I've tried just about every possible route to share music and get it out there and and maybe wasted a hell of a lot of time but you just have to try everything right yeah i mean you yeah. spent thousands and thousands of hours and sometimes i don't know if i have anything to show for it i i know i do i know i do but sometimes i'm not so sure but um but the reality is that i do get dms from people all over the world telling me how much it's inspiring them and all that stuff. I, it's something's happening for sure. Um, nice. But I want to, I want to arrive at a venue and have it fucking line up and turned out, turned away at the door and you know, Harkness is fucking playing. Like you got to be there. That's not happening quite yet, <laughs> but that's where, that's where I think yeah, we're yeah. headed. It's just yeah, yeah. hot ticket, hot ticket. Awesome. So your, your parents, uh, you know, brought music into the home based on what they were doing. Mm -hmm. um, and you ended up, you know, playing with, with a, a lot of really cool bands. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, I've, mm -hmm. I've seen stars live and, and they're a hoot uh, mm -hmm. to, to watch perform. And they got some great tunes. Um, what a was, hoot. how old are you? A hoot? I just had With a birthday, that? buddy. You know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Sorry, right. I don't. Fucking well, awesome! You want me to swear now? I got like a kid. Sure. Like, you know, the, the, one of the one of the coolest musicians I played with though was um, a woman named Nicolette, who I think might still be making music. But um, she was someone who, when I was in Lon the London days, was yeah. creating a lot of storm. And Bjork would come to be backstage and hang out. And I mean, she was attracting the top of the top because of how free she was and great she was. Um, we played places like the Montreux Jazz Festival and all over Europe together. And she let me do what she was the kind of leader who said, you play bass, you play this and do whatever the F you want. She didn't she never she barely spoke a word. She kind of almost the way people describe Prince did barely said a word. And I could just create any music on the bass behind her that she would she, I would just react to her. And she never told me what to do. And it was really freeing. With actually footage of the mantra, we found the footage of the Montreux Jazz Festival recently, just as they are, they do those kind of things for the documentary, just trying to find mm -hmm. information, really fun stuff. But the stars that I was in was actually a different band called the stars. I know ah! the stars you're talking about. All right. I won't go there. We had the name first. I'll put it that. Okay. Know, I, think, I think. Now maybe uh, your stars was the hoot. That's see, that's that's that game. It from. was a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we. I mean, we. I've always been into the visuals up to a point, and um, that stars band was ridiculous. We had Clark Gable. All right. Ashes and mini tramps, and we we're playing places like Spadina Hotel, like the tiniest venues, but with mini tramps and Clark Gable must. I mean, is this not surprised it didn't quite work out? You know, it was what was so what was the impetus or or the you know what influenced you to say I, I need to do my own thing? You know, instead of being mm -hmm. part of something, I, I wanna go and I, I wanna be the show. Yeah, great, great question. And it was simply the music in my head and okay. it was different from um the guitar based uh trios that I was in and rock bands and I would come to those bands with a song idea, knowing that I was hearing French horns and bassoons in the bass line and steel drums doing accents, but I would just have guitars to work with. And I just 
kept on compromising in my own mind and thinking, okay, I'll do the rock version of all these tunes. And finally, I just said, life's too short. And mm. I, I talked to a friend who had a studio and he was a guy who worked nine to five. And then he'd come home from his nine to five and he'd work in a studio all night and nine to five. And I said, well, while you're nine to fiving it, can I, if I pay you, can I get keys to your studio? And I got that initially and tried, I did four songs, a four song EP a long time ago yeah. with French horns and all that, that jazz. And and all that I dreamt of, I realized, yeah, every anything I can think of or hear is is possible. And then I got my own studio, which I'm sitting in now in my mom's basement, really humble, but just a few channels of really high quality sound. It's all I need. And I can only do two mics at once. I can't do a full drum set and all that. But I just layer things one at a time. And uh, I did all anything you've ever heard Harkness wise is done in a tiny little studio. And um, but but I've you sit there, and go, I need a Koto for this or I need a harp or a timpani. And I would just say to any musician out there, you can do whatever the hell you want. There's no reason you can't find a timpani or tuba or whatever. So I had just about at the kitchen sink in this place. Did mm. you, you know, I read somewhere, Harkness, that. You literally spent a decade writing and recording. During that time, you know, you're probably not looking, okay, I'm going to do this for 10 years. And then, you mm -hmm. know, you probably thought I'm going to do this for a couple of months or, or whatever the, the time frame was. <laughs> yeah. But I'm curious, at any point in time, did you think, well, I'm just going to continue serving in the restaurant or working in, in the food services industry? Mm -hmm. And if this music sees the light of day, then it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm curious about, you know, your thoughts as mm -hmm. between now and 10 years ago. Yeah, it, it it's kind of interesting in that um, I worked in a kind of timeless space for sure, which is how 10 years go by in the blink of an eye. And even though it's kind of documented that it took me 10 years to make this album, I would have another 35, 40 songs going on and have tons of other material and another four or five albums written and that kind of stuff, not all recorded, but um, it took so long because I had my hands in so many songs and so many pots all at the same time. And then I realized at a certain point, hey, these 10 songs have migrated together and I love them as a cluster and that's an album and oh, wow, like it feels something like, whoa, it's shaking. Um, but but I would also say that um, having no intentions of sharing it or but the, the, the crazy thing, and I hope a lot of artists relate to this and I hope you guys relate to it too. I've always had a, a strange intuition that I, I, that if I just, Oh, what is it? The, the field of dreams thing. If I just make it, it's, field, it's going to yeah. happen. And but man, does it take a lot of work and effort once you make the music. And I think I got unbelievably lucky with this film. I think it could be the only thing that saves my ass. Okay. I think maybe without the film, there's just so much white noise out there to kind of get through. And even with this yeah. look and everything, it's cutting through the noises proved to be unbelievably difficult. But now I hopefully if the film gets uh, put out, that'll that'll help a lot. But I definitely had a maybe a foolish intuition that it's all going to be okay. Like yeah. you just do whatever you do, just 10 years, 10 years, 20 years, doesn't matter. It's this world, the world's going to hear what you're doing, bro, kind of thing. 
And I just was so into the music and felt so strong about it every moment that I was doing it and just just felt like it had wings no matter what. And I was kind of foolish, huh. but that's how it always felt. Yeah. Huh. I mean, so, you know, hopefully the documentary, the film does sort of lead to this, you know, who the heck is this guy and what's his music Awareness. all about? Yeah. And, yeah. 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 But you also referenced your look. Mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so for those listening and not watching on youtube but for those mm -hmm. listening to the audio podcast mm -hmm. uh first of all describe your look yeah well i went for something extremely simple so i didn't have to care about my hair or shirts or fashion or follow anything or give a fuck about anything <laughs> i could roll out of bed and put this on so it's a robe <laughs> looks like a nightgown it's a, a robe that i poke my head through with a hood that again covers my hair only my face is revealed so i don't have to worry about a single thing and then i have a visor that's got a reflective mirror um over my nose and eyes and you know the idea being that the audience does see themselves if they look at me you're going to see yourself reflected in yeah. what i do you know that kind of silly stuff and um, and then I've got some some really cool uh, women's boots that I am shaking. Putting Look at that! Even wearing the there. boots for the podcast. Look at that! Yeah, wearing the boots for the. Oh, you got to feel. You know, you got to be all in. So I'm all yeah, in. Yeah. But well, they are. Should... I mean, they're they're Doc Martin killer boots. And I'm yeah. kind of joking around about the women's things, but they uh, they finish this thing nicely, and and I feel great. And it's and it's unbelievably comfortable. I can kick. I can jump. I can swing my arms. And there's no tension and yeah it's 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 all i ever dreamed dreamt of and, and just put it all together so tell me about the reason for reason for i don't know whether it's reason for this particular look or mm -hmm. a reason for how you wanted to present yourself yeah well i i think the main thing was um that i wanted the music to speak and not a person or an individual or an idea or an opinion. I just wanted it to be this free thing that had nothing to do with anybody or anybody's ideas. Or I know that some of my favorite artists, I love them because the music represents them directly. Mm -hmm. This music that I'm making for the most part doesn't represent me necessarily, but um, human experience uh, on a whole you know or the universal feeling of the wind on your skin that's not mine that's ours kind of thing it's just an ours vibe um so i didn't want some guy in a flannel shirt going up i want to say my name some bob up there this is beyond bob and everything and and um so I wanted to be absolutely anonymous. And the name of the studio is anonymous. The name of my first band was anonymous. And then that, I think, was taken. And then I was called The Listener. So it would be about you guys, not me, okay. Listener. Some rapper called me from Florida. Hey, man, that's my name. Couldn't use that. And in the end, I chose Harkness, which is my last name. And it's the last thing I would want is to be associated to my name. But it has Hark, as in Hark who goes there, or sound, Hark the Angel sing. And and I just thought, oh fuck, that's that's it, just Harkness, and All right. and um, went with that. But it's, I guess, what I'm wearing is an attempt to you know, dissolve the self, have nobody home, and let something else come through. You know, something has nothing to do with me. 
And it, and it feels that way too. I think that if I did sit here with an acoustic guitar without all this, I would feel self-conscious and I mm. would feel kind of present. This, I can disappear into the music a lot easier when I start playing. I'm, I'm so gone, you know? Interesting. Yeah, it helps. So Harkness, as, as we come to the, the end of this, first of all, I just want to say, um, I had an opportunity to uh, listen to a few songs uh, off of your debut album, The oh, Occasion, yeah. which came yeah. out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect because I saw you first. Like I said, okay, what kind of music am I going to hear? I heard the title track. Did you I'm listen going, to the whole thing? The I listened to the whole thing, but I, I, ah. I, I stuck on the title track. Yeah. Uh, and I listened to that one. And I think because it's also on YouTube, um, or, There's a shorter or, version on YouTube, like a four-minute version. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's the one I landed on uh, a okay. few times. Okay. And I said, "No, this is this is fuck." Like I'm, I'm rock and roll. It's okay. I like this stuff. Mm, this cool. this this cool. stuff is great. It's like I said. I do I hear do I hear Lennon in there? Do I hear the Beatles, uh, Sergeant Pepper's in there? Um, so fascinating. Uh, cool. So great, great music. I must say. Thank you. Um, Thank and I. Highly recommend people check you out um, on on YouTube and on the streaming services. Um, Harkness, I I know you sent us uh, a video. Oh yeah, uh, which mm -hmm. has a, a number of uh, I guess different songs or performances mm -hmm. on there. Uh, mm -hmm. But if if you could, I don't know, if just in, in, intro when, when people come to that uh, and listen to it on on the podcast or watch it on YouTube. Maybe you can just do a quick intro and, and um, just intro what people are gonna be experiencing when they when they get to that part. Sure, sure. So uh, as you'll see when you watch this live video, my show's a little bit outside of the box. I've got suspended instruments. I might play the guitar and the verse and the bass and the chorus and do a keyboard solo all in one song as I move from instrument to instrument. And you'll see that in the video. This is the first public show I've done, having dreamt up this show. Yeah. Uh, dreamt up the show, can mm -hmm. it be done? Yeah, it can be done. All the technical things being triggered on and off. And uh, so this is my first attempt in performance that you're gonna see. And I've since done a, a handful of shows and it's a well-oiled machine. Um, but I think you'll still get the idea of what I'm shooting for. And I'm not sure whether it shows, but I had lots of decorative art around. I'm not sure if it's in this video, but I'm expanding it. I want to do it with the drummer, but this is ground level Harkness.
Greg, you had a couple of questions to wrap things up. Perfect. Um, so th- thanks for sharing that. Um, I have a couple of questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. One, um, unlike the stars, which is not the band stars. So you have to excuse my co-host for him. You know, he's, he holds a music <laughs> podcast, but, but you know, <laughs> doesn't quite know music you know what i mean anyway we'll put that aside no one of the one of the one of the one of the people you work with i'd love to just to talk just a quick bit about and uh whew, okay um paul humphreys yes paul humphrey um can you talk a bit about when you worked with paul and uh unfortunately we don't have paul with us anymore as of last year but yeah i'll be okay yeah. um yeah you gave me goose pimples there um I don't know if you would have been there, but I went to his memorial, which was unbelievably elaborate, one of the greatest celebrations of someone's life I've ever seen. Just a constant flow of tears from everybody. But they had massive screens, had many musicians playing, many people would play with them. I mean, it was just an onslaught of love for the guy. And um, he was older than us. Um, Back in the day, he needed a band post Blue Peter and all that jazz. And uh, he spied uh, my friends and I, who were all fairly dexterous on our instruments and creative weirdos. And he just pulled us all together and and we rehearsed and did gigs at places like um, the Phoenix, which might have been called the Diamond. Do you remember the Diamond Club? Maybe that's a story for you, but I don't know if that counts, um, a name change. But but Paul was... um, just an amazingly charismatic dude with a natural musicality and coolness and energy in the room. Someone that you could not, you just had to tilt your chin up when he walked in the room, but he was also humble as hell and, and so loving. And the, the, the looks he'd give you in rehearsal, and the, the, the guy was unbelievably bright and intelligent and eloquent and i know that it sounds like i'm pouring it on to this no he's passed away but it's all true he was a a gem of a guy and um a fantastic dancer and he let us play he really let us do our thing and great band leader and uh, i know that later on he did some more um intimate things like we were more of a rock band for him back then but but yeah, miss him, and mm-hmm. it's very tragic. Yeah, as as a as a, as a front man, I mean, I, I put him up there with, and I know there's visually similar, yeah. but with Brian Ferry, just just owned owned the stage yeah, when he was in front of it, right? Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you just can't buy that. I've never met anyone else in my life that had what he had, even in the rehearsal. You know, he just. Mm-hmm bizarre yeah. i can't describe it no it's a physical thing but it's way beyond physicality yeah really, well thank really you for thank you for sharing that because uh, yeah, I, I made a note of that because i wanted to talk to you a bit about that yeah um yeah. so one of the songs I, or one of the songs one of the questions i like to ask um before we're wrapping up is what's in your earbuds or your headphones or your speakers or whatever lately like what are you listening to that people should be checking out oh boy um well to be honest i, I perfectly honest Stravinsky right now and Mm. I think that um some of Stravinsky's pieces 
have just unbelievably heavy rocking bass and timpani and moments that are kick metallic ass or Led Zeppelin's ass. I mean, I feel like Beethoven was the first heavy metal dude and then Stravinsky <laughs> took it up a notch kind of thing. So um, not that I'm pushing just for the heavy metal, but just the aggression and teeth in Stravinsky's work is killer for anyone who likes heavy music. And then his, his his harmonic clusters of tones is anyone wants something more sophisticated and it's all there in one piece. Um, but I'm trying to think of other other things that are a little bit more, I mean, Prince is always not far from me and I, I really dig his Love Sexy album. I mean, all of it I dig, but gosh, my I'm kind of warming blank you know one thing i recently discovered was she wants revenge and some super naughty tunes like i'll mm. i want to tear you apart and <laughs> a few other i don't know if you know yeah. those tunes, yeah. but they're they're great for the right night <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome it, it's funny you mentioned from from the classical side because i think of dvorak to be similar with that with that right like right. just uh, just a rock and like almost bluesy at times mm -hmm. it's just like and again pre-blue but it's just like like heavy heavy vibes like you can see where some of those sounds went into the music we listen to today you, you listen back at it, you go that that's that's a blues riff that's happening right there that's a blues riff right there anyway hey may i mention one more band um there's a really yeah. cool spin-off band called uh the licorice quartet have you guys heard of them no i think they've just done eps and they'll put uh, songs out on on um on YouTube, that kind of thing, but some diverse stuff, really smart, really um, fantastic harmonies. But one of the guys, Roger Joseph Manning Jr., he plays as a sideman with Beck, and he was in a band called Jellyfish back in the day. Mm -hmm. So it's his side project with some other really talented guys, the Licorice Quartet. Worth checking out. Really t tasty, quality stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Harkness, thank you so much for Thank joining you. us this has been a blast getting to uh learn more uh about you yeah um if people want to find out more go to harknessmusic.com dot com yep. you got yep. videos up there you got music up there uh greg's hot sauce is up there by the hot sauce <laughs> your history with the stars not stars is up there exactly <laughs> yeah all the history all the, all the goodies are there yeah Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been fun. Very, very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I hope we do it again. I hope we can meet in person. 